Powered by MPB, this is Chalkboard Chat, an MPB education podcast, hosted by Jermaine Flood and Tara Wren. To hear this episode and more, visit education.mpbonline.org or download the MPB public media app to listen on your iPhone or Android device. I'm Jermaine Flood. And I'm Tara Wren. And this is Chalkboard Chat, an MPB education podcast dedicated to providing educational resource for teachers, parents, students, and the education enthusiasts. Class is now in session. In with me today, of course, my co-host Tara Wren is here, but also we have Executive Director of Mississippi Public Broadcasting on the line, Mr. Ronnie Agnew. Welcome, Ronnie, to the chat. I am just absolutely thrilled to be a part of the chat. I'm very proud of the fact that you guys created the chat. I think it's great for the state. I think it's great for the education community. I'm just thrilled to be here. I am happy to finally have you on air with us for the new year, 2021. Tara, are you excited? Ronnie is finally on air on Chalkboard Chat. Yes, I am. We definitely need to hear his voice on here and What a perfect time to do it, to kick off the new year with the conversation with our executive director. Yes, perfect time. Perfect time. Now, Ronnie, welcome to the chat. You are going to get the treatment that I usually give all of our guests. So the first question that I opened up with was, what color was the chalkboard from your childhood? What color was the chalkboard from my childhood? Yes. You know, the chalkboard from my childhood was was blue. And I'll tell you what, what I mean by that. I'll tell you what I mean by that. You know, when you grow up like I did, you grow up in a, in a situation when your parents were, by the time I was four and five years old, my parents were sharecroppers in Mississippi. And and the fact is that my mom had a dream for us, and all she saw was blue. She saw the color blue. She saw opportunity. She saw blue skies. So when she was picking that cotton in Mississippi cotton fields, she was dreaming that her children would not have to do such. So my chalkboard has always been blue because I see blue skies, and that's all I've, that's all I've ever seen. And even at MPB, and in, in, in the toughest of times, when we definitely had, you know, we've had a tough, have tough times. We've had to fight for funding. We've had to do a lot of other things just to get going. But you know, I think about my mom. I, I'm always thinking about my mom. And I'm thinking about those blue skies. And I can never get very down. I can't get down about anything because I can think about the vision she had for for us as a family and the same vision that she had for us as a family I have for the agency. We Nothing but blue skies. That is great. Now, coming from your mother's vision into the vision that you have now here at the agency, what's the correlation in between that and what people can look forward to from Mississippi Public Broadcasting for the new year? I think they're very fortunate. Uh, the people here are very fortunate to have so many Mississippians on our staff because I think what you get is you get people who really care about our state. Mm-hmm. And everything that we do and every every move that we make, every every decision that we make, every initiative that we undertake, basically they're rooted in Mississippi because we have people who really truly are ingrained in this state and everything about them is Mississippi. It's it's unusual. You know, as a person like me, as a journalist who's been doing this for 37 years, mm-hmm. uh, Jermaine, but it's unusual to have people, for the most part, who've never left the state of Mississippi or been here most of their career. So all they care about is trying to make our state better. Right, and right. And I can just tell you that through MPB 
uh, through the things that we do, the, th- the initiatives that we've launched, the initiatives that we're going to launch, I have to tell you, you know, when you got people who are all in for a state, they're not looking for the next step. They're not looking for the next job. They're not looking for anything. Mm-hmm. All they care about is Mississippi. Now, I know a person That's just it. like that. I, my co-host, Tara Wren. Tara. Yeah. Tara, yeah. definitely. Tara, tell them about your passion for the state. Well, I do mirror quite a bit what Ronnie said. My passion for this state and for education runs deep. I grew up in a household with a grandmother who was an educator. She's today 82 years old and finds every opportunity when she speaks with someone, come in contact, in conversation. It's about education in some form or fashion. So it's in my bones, it's in my blood, um, Jermaine, and just to be able to work for Mississippi Public Broadcasting, who was founded on the foundation of education and the PBS platform, it's just a wonderful opportunity to wake up every morning, know that I'm going to work at a place that's going to change the lives of Mississippians. And that's why my passion runs very deep. Right, right. Now, Ronnie, we have listeners who may not know of Mississippi Public Broadcasting, so I want you to let them know who we are. You know, Mississippi Public Broadcasting is a lot of things, actually. We're one of only 16 stations in America with everything under one roof. That being, we have digital, we have education, we have television, we have radio, we have communications. We have everything under one roof. Only 16 public broadcasting stations in America have all of those things. And so what that allows us to do is we can basically leverage all those multi-platform aspects into one thing, and it becomes a position of strength. Now, I'm, do I, I'm not going to say that we always are successful at doing that. You know, no, 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 we're not. But I got to say that, you know, that we have done a whole lot better of leveraging all those things and to the success of the agency. And every time that we work together as a team, every time we put together some of the things that we're doing as a team, success has just been astronomical. Right. To me, I just tell you this, I just say that being a part of a national profile, you know, being a national profile person with, I'm on the PBS board of directors. I am now the chairman of American public television. I have been the chairman of America's public television station, and I have been the chairman of the National Educational Telecommunications Association. I can tell you that we are basically punching above our weight. We have basically done a yeoman's job of putting MPB on the map on a national scale. And, And it's not because of me. It's because of you. It's because of Tara. It's because of all of your colleagues in the different departments. So i got to tell you that. But I, I'm going to take over for a second and just tell you this. <laughs> it always helps me because Tara and I have known each other for 20-something years. Wow. I met Tara when she was 20-something years old, and I was 30-something years old. Right. <laughs> I, I never imagined. I never imagined. I never imagined. I, we worked at the Clarion Ledger together, the, new, the, the statewide newspaper. <laughs> which was huge at the time. And she'll tell you that. Almost 600 employees, and we were just... But I'll have to tell you that I never envisioned ever working with Tara again. When we both parted ways, and she went her way, and I went mine, yeah. I never envisioned ever having an opportunity 
to work with Tara again. And we were friends at the, at the Clarion Ledger, working in different departments. Right. And the fact that we were able to reunite five or six years ago when she came to run communications and education and now education, I just never expected that. And, you know, it's great to have someone in our midst who basically can, who can complete my sentences because we spent a lot of time together. We spent a lot of time talking about strategy. I mean, we didn't even know that it was going to actually pay off for MPB. We were talking about strategy. We were talking about, you know, if we did this in this market, if we did that in that market, I'm talking about the newspaper. I had no idea that it would come full circle to what it's become today. That even today, all those years ago that we worked together, we can still talk about things, and she knows exactly what I'm talking about. That is so good. What I'm telling you is that that accelerates some of the initiatives that we're putting forth. That actually, you know, it's it's amazing to me how that has really put that on a fast track. That I don't have to say, hey, let's do this, this, and that. She already knows kind of what I want because Mm -hmm. of something that happened in 2003. Mm -hmm. When you're the best of friends. (laughs) Well, Ronnie is absolutely right. It's it's totally um, odd and it's it's different situation. It's it's unique in my opinion that we are able to draw on the past to the present that will help catapult us into the future, actually, and what we're doing. And so the relationship is very dynamic and understanding where we've been and in the atmosphere and the climate of change, where we are right now, mm-hmm. we've been there before. Mm-hmm. And so we can navigate it together. And so just understanding a lot of things about education, about operations and strategies, mm-hmm. strategic planning of a place. And, you know, I think it's just a unique opportunity that we're there together at, or here together at Mississippi Public Broadcasting to move the educational needle forward here in Mississippi. Right. Now, let me pick both of your brains here. When it comes down to MPB, your dynamic between each other related to that friendship and that professional ship that you all have between each other and strategic planning, when the pandemic hit last year during our 50th year anniversary, I know Tara came out because I am an employee of Tara's. I report to Tara through education, but I know she came out with a plan for us. And did you both get together on trying to get that plan going for what we were going to do during the pandemic, how we were going to address that in addition to addressing our 50th year anniversary and celebrating that? Well, you know, I'll be honest with you. At the time, I felt like our 50th anniversary needed to take a back seat to what was the need of Mississippi, mm-hmm. what was the need of people. You know, basically, I have two children who are educators, and that, that provides a unique perspective for me because I get a chance to talk to them about what what children need. And, and what I noticed in talking to them was that basically, you know, Dad, they don't have broadband at home. Mm-hmm. Dad, these children are struggling. We can't reach them. So, you know, and this goes back to what I talked about a moment ago. Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't have to even tell Tara. I just said, Tara, we got to figure out how to get a channel together. Mm -hmm. We got to figure out how how to reach folks who don't have cable, who don't have broadband, who don't have, you know, don't have the resources that other people have. The one thing that you'll find that we both have in common, and Tara can talk about her situation if she wants to, 
the one thing that we have is we know that if it were me back in those days, if it was me today, my parents could not have afforded the amenities of some kids today. I would have been just like some of these kids. Right. I would have been without broadband. I would have been, you know, needing help. And we knew that. And that's the great thing about working with, with Tara in the Education Department was because we knew that we had to fill in the gap somehow. We didn't know how. We didn't know why. And we didn't know what we were going to do. But the idea initially was to, okay, let's see if we can develop another channel in our arsenal to try to get kids some educational instruction. Right, right. I just planted that seed. I planted that seed in Tara, and she can pick it up from here. But I planted that seed, and you know what? The rest is history. She just ran with it. The birth of MPB Classroom TV, Tara. Yes. We started off just brainstorming and, you know, thinking of all the different ways that we can use MPB resources to help teachers and students and parents across the state. When this thing was just crazy and all of our heads were spinning and nobody really knew what to do. And so we used the power of our broadcast, number one, to create MPB Classroom TV, where we broadcast instruction across the entire state, just using rabbit ears, mm-hmm. you know, what kind of using an old technology to fill the gap. Right. And that was one thing that we did. Before we even started having the MDE teachers and literacy coaches coming into our television studio to record lessons, we worked with them to even realign the shows and programs that were already airing on MPB television right. to make sure it filled the gap for the students who were having to be at home. And then we created a, a unique web page for at-home learning with lots of resources for teachers, parents, and students. We kept it updated every day. The staff just did a great job keeping social media updated. I mean, we just really went into overload mode right. to get it done. Jermaine, you were there yeah. every day. So it was very important to us, as Ronnie said, you know, if you remember your past and growing up and seeing how it would have affected you in a negative way, and the people that you knew, perhaps, in a negative way, we knew what we had to do as a public broadcaster and public education system in Mississippi from a broadcasting perspective. And so that's what we did. And there were no questions, and we went at it every day. And we were happy about what we did and what we were continuing to do. Right. Addressing the digital divide through that birth of the fifth channel, MPB Classroom TV, is important to our listeners. Again, that is MPB Classroom TV, fifth channel. If you are in the Jackson Metro area, it's 29.5 um, on your television channel with your rabbit ears or your, your digital antenna. Um, but, you know, since we were doing that 50th year, we sat that back in the back seat a little bit, and then we started addressing this we still, as an agency, I felt like inside of our hearts, we were still celebrating the 50th year. Am I right, Ronnie? <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, you know, how better to celebrate your 50th year than to have impact? Right. Right. You know, you know, if you go back, if you go back and look at some of the things that our predecessors did at, at Mississippi ETV, who were founded in 1970, it was all about education. Mm-hmm all about teaching people and you know i think you know <laughs> i never really thought about this until this very second i'm gonna I mean this 
we actually got back to our roots. We got back to our roots of basically saying that, you know, this is what we stand for. Mm-hmm. We, stand for we stand for education. We stand for educa- education that's, that's simple and accessible to everyone. And so how better, really, Jermaine, how better than to celebrate a 50th year than to have impact that affects a whole state? And, you know, you folks have the metrics. You guys have had the anecdotal evidence. You've talked to all the people. But i got to tell you that there is nothing bigger that we have done in 2020, actually, and 2021, than to have the fifth channel, where we have basically recorded almost 160 lessons from teachers Mm -hmm. and counting. And now we're at a point right now where we're tearing our talk or talking about sustainability, about, okay, if this goes on beyond June, which we know right. that, that the students are going to be basically in this, this hybrid situation, some will be at school, some will be at home, and, and there'll be a mixture of both, that we are right now fulfilling a need that the state of Mississippi needs. Right. And so, and that's what MPB, basically, that's what we were founded to do. That's why we exist. I am so proud to know that everybody who I've talked to, and it's a lot of people. I heard someone tell me this the other day, and it was actually, you know, you want to be proud about this stuff, but you also want to be humble. Mm-hmm. They were saying that there are heroes in this pandemic. And they were telling me that, you know, MPB has been one of the heroes in this pandemic. That's great. Because we basically did not look at the pandemic as being something that we were just going to close shop. Right. And say, we'll do the minimal. Education, okay, y'all just do what y'all do. Y'all just try to do the best you can. No, we were doing more than we could do. We were stretching ourselves. You know, and I would say that, you know, education, we're talking about the fifth channel, but our education department has done far more than just the fifth channel. And it's just been one of those things that, and frankly, not just our education department. Let me just segue over for a second. I know you're going to do this. Mm -hmm. To our television department, where they're basically doing COVID-19 stories that are on our YouTube channel. They're right. doing all kinds of different other things. You know, so what we've had to do, Jermaine, is we've had to pivot and figure out, okay, how can we be most effective in areas that we that basically put us in a position of where we had to think differently. Mm-hmm. We had to think outside the box. And I got to say that every single day that I go to work, Jermaine, I got to tell you, as a leader of MTB, I think about outside the box. And I try to think about ways that we can make a difference that we really never thought we would have to do. Right. But it's one of those things that I feel like we are doing work that we were destined to do. I really believe that. Right, that and we I, were and built I hope for. Kara feels the same way. Absolutely. Right. Rain, sleet, snow, or pandemic was what I was thinking. And it all <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> it all boils back down to education. So the question that I have now is the marriage between the departments here at Mississippi Public Broadcasting. What is your vision for that, Ronnie? Well, I think my vision for it is, you know, I really do believe that there's nothing that we do. There's absolutely no part of what we do as an agency that does not involve everyone. Everybody basically can support each other. Right. And I think that I'm going to, again, compliment Tara for this. You know, basically she has been, you know, this is what I like about Tara, and this is not something that's new about her. I mean, and people at MPB need to know this. 
she basically all she cares about is getting the job done. You know, she's not trying to hurt feelings. She's not trying to push. Mm-hmm. All she cares about is getting the job done. And so what I mean by that is that basically, you know, whatever department we need to push an initiative, you know, she's not shy about getting right there in front of that director and, and saying, hey, listen, this is what we need. And frankly, that's what we need to be pushing each other to make sure that Mississippi is getting the best that it can get. Right. Because this is not about us. This is about <laughs> Mississippi. Right. This is about making our state better. My parents, Jermaine, <laughs> went to the third or fourth grade. Yeah. That was all they could do. They had to go to the cotton fields and pick cotton. Right. I'm not that old. I'm 58 years old. But they were, that's what they had to do. Right. And so that's why I'm so passionate about education. And I'm, a, I'm so passionate about anybody who cares about education as much as I do. Mm-hmm. And I really do believe that our education department now, the one we've assembled today, is in sync with me. Because right. they, they also agree with me that if we can move the needle in education in any way with the parents or teachers too, which I'm sure that Tara can talk about, I mean, if we can do any of that, then we are going to, we're going to make the state better. Right. And you know, that's the, that's the thing. You asked me earlier what people don't know about MPB is that they don't know that we make the state better. Right. They don't know that, they don't know that when you have those 100 parents who are part of parents or teachers too, they don't know that when you incrementally do 100 parents here and 100 parents there and, and so forth, mm-hmm. that over a period of time, you're impacting a lot of people and you're changing a lot of lives. Right. And that's what I want to see. You know, I could care less about me. I could care less about me and my career and because I've been doing it so long now, all I care about is making a difference. Right. And I really do believe that what we're doing right now, you know, across the board, and I really would like Tara to speak to some of this stuff, but I really do believe that we are making a difference in the lives of people and changing the lives of not only parents, but changing the lives of children. That means so much to me because I was one of those kids. Yeah. Tara, did you have anything to say in response to? Yeah, I would just say thanks to Ronnie for allowing us to work. Once we talk to Ronnie and we get his blessing, he lets us go off and do our work and build it and brand it and, you know, do our thing to be an audience and to be a resource, to be a help. We have all sorts of programs that we try to be very targeted and intentional about enforcing and putting out there. And Jermaine, we've talked about some of them. We have some of them planned for our future podcast. Yeah. Parents Are Teachers too. one that Ronnie mentioned, is a parent-focused program, initiative rather, where we empower parents to be able to communicate with their children in an out-of-school situation, to extend the school day once they get home, give them tips and strategies and a platform where there's plenty of resources where they can use different programs on MPB, PBS, and just how to really be a better communicator and a better partner with the child, the teachers, their community resources. It's it's a a wonderful program. And we try to offer those wholesome programs where it reaches the parent, the child, and the community that involved that particular child. And so, like I said, we'll be talking about a lot of those, Jermaine, Mm -hmm. here on Chalkboard Chat. But I did want to mention also, Ronnie was talking about being a team. 
and team internally, collaborating internally with all the different departments, news, radio, television, communications, and education. But we also have another partner that are all across the state. And I'm going to ask Ronnie to talk a little bit about the importance of our donors and how that has been during the pandemic. I think that would be very telling here and how they're supporting the work of MPB. You know, I can tell you that a lot of our stations are struggling. A lot of our stations have had to go and get loans. A lot of our stations have had to, you know, basically lay off people. And when I read about these developments, it really saddens me. Mm -hmm. But I can just tell you, and this speaks to the value of MPB, I can tell you that we're having record fundraising efforts. We're actually, we have not lost anyone, any members. Right. Uh, Jermaine, I will tell you, and this is something that I don't think anybody really has ever said before publicly. Mm-hmm. When I joined MPB, and I guess it was a, what mid-August of 2011, MPB had sank to 4,000 members. Mm. That's anemic. That's awful. Yeah. And I can just tell you that today we're back up to about 12,000 members. And during the pandemic, we haven't lost anybody. And in fact, we've gained people. So what does that say to you? What does that say to me? The importance of? There's value. Mm -hmm. There's value in what we do. Mm -hmm. There's value in our messaging that that we're putting forth. And... People are now seeing that MPB, it's always been a state treasurer. Mm-hmm. People have always recognized it as a state treasurer, but they're putting the money behind the effort. Uh, Taryn, I can tell you, and we'll, tell, we'll speak more about this later. If I'm back on the show again, I'll be, I'd love to do it. But we are getting people who are actually supporting the fifth channel with their money, and we hope to have more to share about that in the future. So I'm just telling you that, you know, the donors are putting their money behind the effort. And, well, you know, people don't put their money behind anything they don't believe in. So I really, really am so thrilled that I think that it really hardens me. And every time I get a letter from someone, I write them. Jermaine, you should know this. I got a letter from a person <laughs> who gave us $3 about three months ago. I got okay. a letter from a person who gave us $3, and I wrote that person a letter back. Okay. And I said, I don't know what you have, but I have to believe that that $3 was a stretch for you. And it's all you probably had to give. Amazing. And if it's all you had to give, that's fine. And I thank you as much as the person who gave, you know, $300 right. or, or $600. Because that person sent that money to us in pennies and dimes. Mm-hmm. And so that 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 touches me right mm-hmm. right right that's a, i mean that's a beautiful it really, thing it really speaks to me yeah that we are making a difference yeah and uh the thing that uh, i can say this i can say that out of the pandemic i can say that mpb has positioned itself in, in ways that i would that i've that really have put us on a really strong course for the future and mm-hmm. it really depends on us right now it depends on us to keep it going. It depends on us to make sure that we are always innovating, that we're not getting lazy, that we're trying to find new ways to reach people, right. and that, we all, that we're always at the very center of what we do, 
trying to reach those kids. Right. Let's talk a little bit about what we have to look forward to from the rest of MPB. We've touched on course education department, Tara Wren at the helm of that. We've also touched on the membership department. What do we have to look forward to from MPB television for 2021 and maybe even MPB radio for 2021? One of my favorite departments as well here at the agency. Well, you know, you got, you got to be proud of radio. I mean, you really have to be proud of radio. And I really don't mean to sell them short because I got to tell you that, you know, back in March when we were told, when the governor basically issued the edict that stations or agencies should shut down for a while until the pandemic eased, a lot of people shut down. Mm-hmm. But you got to give radio credit. They never did. Right. So I met with the director of radio, Jason Klein. And I said, you know, and we basically said, you know, people need a sense of normalcy and doing this crazy time, this time of disaster, this mm-hmm. time of death and, and, and destruction and family, right. chaos and crisis. And we have not missed one radio show, not one. Right. Now, of course, we will run an occasional repeat, but we have not missed any shows since March of 2020. And now it's, we're well into January of, of 2021. And right. people really, truly appreciate that. And then I think about the podcast off of those radio shows. Jermaine, we're now over 700,000 downloads. That's podcast. That's from wild. the radio show. That's wild. <laughs> and one of the shows, Fix It 101, actually, we didn't even solicit this, but we got a, we got a call from this old house. And they're actually are doing underwriting on that show oh, on Fix It 101. Fix it. And now we're getting calls from other people who want to underwrite other shows that we have on the radio. That's good stuff. So, so radio is just good stuff. It, yeah. It's just good stuff. And let me just talk about news for a second. Okay. Uh, I mean, really, we, we just received a $1.3 million grant from NPR and also from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. A, a three-state collaborative for Birmingham, Alabama, for New Orleans, Louisiana, and for Jackson, Mississippi, basically to create a collaborative for news. And we're hiring several journalists. We've already hired three people. We've hired an editor. We're going to hire another editor. We're going to hire a digital person. We've also hired a, a business manager. And basically, that is going to allow our news departments to have coverage of three states so when a person in jackson our person is going to be covering criminal justice so she won't just be covering criminal justice for jackson she'll be covering criminal justice across the three states okay basically the same strategy will be implemented in the other states there's one that's going to be wealth and poverty okay and so that's another one and so we'll we'll basically there's another one on health care so these people will not be just covering their states. They'll be covering these issues across the three states. Across that little, that so small news, region. It's yeah. going to be huge. And we just also got a grant from Microsoft. Microsoft is basically underwriting some coverage of news. Okay. So news, I mean, so there's so much going on. So you would think that, wow, okay, this is a slow time. People are just not you know, doing much because of the pandemic. We're probably doing more now during the pandemic than we've ever done before. It is actually exciting. I am so thrilled. But, you know, here's the deal. It's $1.3 million. 
And my goal, it's my goal and it's the goal of the other general managers for the two stations to raise another $1.3 million to keep it going beyond the three or four years. Yeah. And so that's, that's a big part of what I've been doing. So as you can see, you know, it's not just education. It's not just television. Mm-hmm. It's not just radio. It's a, it's a holistic approach to just making sure that we can be all that we can be. And those of you who don't know, we've touched on education, membership, radio, news, TV, MPB as a whole. We have a lot going on here. And so in addition to we have our communication and digital departments, Ronnie, do you have anything to say related to them and 2021 or maybe 2020 related to that pandemic time? You talk about the digital department? Digital and communications, yes. Oh, my goodness. I mean, the, the communication department is, is absolutely wide open right now. I was so blessed to be able to vet this major proposal from Dr. Kip Gates, Henry Louis Gates, about the black church. And we basically got a grant mm-hmm. so that we can actually hold community engagement events around that documentary, which is going to air in February. Okay. And so we'll be doing that with communications. Communications has been instrumental in helping me put together some of the, the lead behinds for the legislature. You know, we hadn't even talked about that, Jermaine, and it's something that's just my area, but, you know, it's something that's very, very real, which is basically we have to get funded by the state of Mississippi. I have to say that my friend and colleague, Tara, represented mm-hmm. me the other day at the Senate subcommittee hearing on education, and I was very happy, and you should ask her about that because Yay. it was amazing because they asked her so many questions about the Fifth Channel and some of the things that we're doing in education, and it was actually a very from what I understand, a very, very successful uh, meeting. Tara, you did so well from what Ronnie says. Well, I knew it was important to share with the legislators the importance of what we've done and the importance of them helping us to continue to do the work that we were created to do. And so one of the things that we talked about was the MPB classroom television. We talked about the power of those 24 local radio shows that we produce weekly that Ronnie just spoke about. We talked about another program, the Digital Education Network, where we're helping to educate students across the state that don't have classrooms, that don't have certified teachers in there. And so when we went to ask for our funding and to restore some funding, One of the key things in my mind is that we wanted to show the legislators the connection between having those towers across the state and continuing to operate these programs. And I think we did a very good job in making that connection. And they had so many questions, and I hope that I did a good job, you know, um, helping them to understand um, what we're doing and how it really all works to support education in the state. Right. Y'all, I love the idea of how we come together as an agency. I love the idea of the cross work that we do. I love the idea that we don't stop here. We just keep going for each and every single department, rain, sleet, snow, pandemic, whichever, we just keep going here. And I call it the trickle down, but the trickle down effect comes from the, the head man in charge. And I think that helps to create that environment here at Mississippi Public Broadcasting. So kudos to Mr. Ronnie Agnew 
from being our captain of the ship here. I thank you so much for the precedent that you have set for the agency, Ronnie. Well, uh, you don't have to thank me. I mean, I could say this very, very honestly. All I care about is, is seeing people succeed. You know, you get to a point in your life where you say, you know, God has blessed you, and I'm, I'm going to say that, uh, to be able to make a difference and put you in a place where you can make a difference and that you can put people in place, the right people in place, who have your vision, who share your vision. And I'm telling you that I think that MPB, I think the best days of MPB are ahead of it. I mean, I really do believe that. I believe that, you know, we basically went to work. The pandemic happened. Mm -hmm. It's still here. There's nothing different about 2020 or 2021. We're still very much in it. And I'm going to say this. I'm going to say it for this podcast. Right now, we have a person in my house who is who is positive for for the for the COVID-19, and so I'm quarantined right now. Yeah. But I'm going to say that that just speaks to me to say that it, it's all the more important that we really do the work for the people, and that matters more to me than anything else. I wake up every single day, and I don't wake up for me. I wake up for the state of Mississippi, trying to make this state the best that it can be. Mm-hmm from where I stand and my, from my purview. And the great thing is, Jermaine, is to have a team around you, basically people who actually share the same belief system. Right. But in a way that we want to move the needle to make our state better. That's great. And for me, being an employee, being able to witness the way you and Tara work is a blessing to me because I'm able to see what I could do what extent that I can go as an employee and you both create that beautiful example for me and I know that you two don't think you're perfect but for me professionally you are as much perfection as I could strive for so I thank you both because without you I wouldn't be here talking on this microphone right now so thank you and thank MPB as well I love this conversation with you two this was the best Uh, Ronnie you're gonna have to come back it is Set in stone now. You're gonna have to come back. Yeah, I didn't even, I didn't even get to my list of things that the uh, you know the, the the boilerplate stuff that I usually talk about. Yeah, I didn't even get to talk about that, but we can talk yeah. about that later. Jermaine, time. he has three pages over there. Of what? Three to three to five got, pages of notes he want to talk about. Yeah, I got I got pages galore. Ah, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, we're gonna but bring really, you back. I really wanted to speak from my heart today. I really did. And uh, and I and I really wanted to do that. I really want the people to know that that uh, you, Jermaine, has you know you've been great, and you you are, you embody the best of MPB. And I really appreciate you when I see you and I see that smile, and I see that com- that that commitment to MPB. I mean, you don't even know how how much that means to me when I walk away from you, and and I see you in the hallway. Even for thirty seconds, I mean, I walk away a better person. Yeah, and uh, and that, that means a lot to me. And then also knowing that everybody in that building that I see, when I see the the TV people, and I see the commitment on their faces, when I see the radio people, the commitment on their faces, when I see the news people, the commitment on their faces, the finance people, when I see the commitment on their faces, the communications people, when I see the commitment on their faces, the technical services people, when I see the commitment on their faces. I got to tell you that this is a very special place. I just, I'll say this and I'll, I'll be quiet. <laughs> I just asked the, uh, the, 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 uh, 
the human resources director to, to send me a list of the people who were just like eligible for retirement at MPB. Yeah. And we had like 93 people and probably, probably 40 of those people, 45 could walk out the door tomorrow. Mm-hmm. They don't do it mm-hmm. because they love what they do. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you'll see me around here at 95. I just want you to know. <laughs> they, they, you know, we got we got one person who's been here 45 years. Yeah, we have another person who's been there for 40. It is a, it is it means so much to me to see people so, so basically loving their job. Right now, to my listeners, if you want to know more about what makes MPB work, if you have any questions about any of the initiatives we have here, if you have any questions about any of the any of the departments that we have here at Mississippi Public Broadcasting, if you have a question about our passion, make sure you go to our website to check us out. MPB's website is mpbonline.org. Education's website is education.mpbonline.org. Make sure you tune into the radio station. Make sure you tune into the television station and see why we have the members that we have who are giving who who didn't move during the pandemic, who made sure that MPB was still running, who helped us in ways that they couldn't even imagine. I want you to be able to get into some of that. So make sure you check us out again online, mpbonline.org or education.mpbonline.org. Mr. Agnew, Mr. Ronnie, I thank you so much for joining us. Well, I'm, I'm thrilled to be here again. Uh, it's, this is not anything more than my heart. And, you know, you, you heard my heart. Next time you may hear more of a, a real speech. The spill. But this time, you, <laughs> I just wanted to, I wanted to talk from my heart. I wanted, to, I wanted everybody to know that this is, this is more than me. This is a kid who grew up in, in South Tula, Mississippi, with an antenna who basically grew up on the MPB. Right. That's Mississippi it. ETV. This is something that I do honestly. Right. And the passion that I have for it is, is an honest passion. Thank so, you. And invite me back. I'll be glad to be a part of the show as often as you need me. I'm putting you on again. You're coming back on. Well, Tara. <laughs> well, Tara, I'm Jermaine Flood. And I'm Tara Wren. And you've been listening to Chalkboard Chat. Class is now dismissed. You've been listening to Chalkboard Chat, an MPB education podcast. To hear this episode and more, visit education.mpbonline.org or download the MPB public media app to listen on your iPhone or Android device. This podcast is hosted with love by ACAST.